Uh, this is Ray. I'm, you're listening to the Drunkard United Football Show, and I rather root for the damn toffees than those stupid ass gunners. That is fucking brilliant. I love it. Thank you, Ray. You're a wonderful human being. So, Sammy, soccer's back upon us. The football's back. Isn't it so good, isn't it? Yes, it is. No more musical references. It's a new season. So let's get right to it. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show, a completely biased recap of VAR. Whoop, sorry. I mean, the English Premier League is told by two common American <laughs> schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is my co-host, the illustrious Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing tonight? Rested, tanned, and uh, feeling good. Uh, that's right. You're back from the beach because you're am. a lazy fucker that didn't commit to the show. That's right. That's me. <sighs> We are recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on most podcast platforms. And now, boys and girls, YouTube. Hey. So to all you asshats who told us, I only listen to podcasts <laughs> on YouTube, you can now subscribe to YouTube. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend, most importantly. And should you want to get in touch with us, there's many ways that you can. Uh, Sammy, tell the good people how they can chat with us. Sure. Uh, if you'd like to slide into our DMs, um, we are at D Football Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, you can also leave a comment at the bottom of the uh, YouTube uh, videos, which won't be a video. Yeah. Mel? Yeah, it's um, it's uh, a graphic that will be playing the whole time, unless we can talk Sam into doing some more cocktail classes for us, maybe, Ooh. next week, mixed I, drinks. I think we can do that, potentially. potentially. All right. On-air admin. Love it. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> New faces. Uh, you can also get in touch with us via email at dfootballshow at gmail.com. Um, and please get in touch uh, with your bets of the week. More on that later uh, during our prediction time. Absolutely. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirit. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Samuel Graham, what the fuck are we drinking tonight? Some damn good bourbon, my friend. Yes, we uh, are. Joseph A. Magnus uh, is the brand name. The Murray Hill Club bourbon uh, is the... Um, the item uh, in that in that uh, in that brand uh, comes out of Washington D.C. Uh, in the Ivy City neighborhood. It's a blend of three different bourbons. Uh, majority of it bourbon that's finished in uh, Oloroso sherry, uh, Pablo Jimenez sherry, and uh, Exo cognac. And what they wanted to do was just show a perfectly well balanced blended bourbon here. And if you don't know what light whiskey is. Basically, bourbon cannot whiskey in general cannot be distilled over 160 proof. Uh, vodka and gin are gr grain neutral spirits that get distilled at 190 proof. That world in between is what you call a light whiskey. Um, you're like, well, where are light whiskeys? What are light whiskeys? Sam, in fact, you sell one. Is Seagram's VO? That is a light whiskey. Yep. So it what, is. <clears throat> so what that does with these two different uh, really well-aged bourbons, this just kind of lightens it out, smooths it out, makes it a little more drinkable. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. I, I love it. And uh, Ivy City as well in D.C. I mean, gosh, you got Magnus, 1-8, Don Ciccio, uh, New Columbia, which is the green hat people. Atlas couple, Brewing Yeah, Company. I was going to say a couple of breweries. Yeah. DC, in D.C. Brow right there as well, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yep, and Atlas Brewing is actually the uh, downstairs neighbors to Joseph Magnus. So, okay, and yeah. where's um Three Star? Uh, is that that area? I don't know, to be honest with uh, you. They also have a, a, a decent little football bar over there, don't they? Yeah, it's called Goal. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah right there, <laughs> right there in the... Uh, 
Well, G O L. They have a it's oh. three things. They Unless have a, you do it the Spanish way, then it's called Go. I heard they couldn't afford all those lights outside. And we've already got our first hit the fucking mute button moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, they got it's a Mexican restaurant. Then they have a old school diner that serves breakfast, and then they have the soccer bar, which is uh, pretty cool. And that's just as you go inside the uh, city. So oh, sweet, there you really go. Really nice. So let's have a lovely show, everybody. Let's do it. Cheers, guys. Uh, cheers. It's good to be I'm back, so isn't happy. it? so happy. It is. <laughs> so uh, we start the, sh- uh, the show with the final game of the weekend with two, quote, new look clubs. Manchester United 4, Chelsea nil. You couldn't have expected this kind of a fucking drubbing, could you? Uh, obviously not, because I bet Chelsea to win <laughs> <laughs> last week. <laughs> I, it's a, a, a bit, like, the scoreline is... Is Obviously, a, I'm, we pre-recorded that before it actually went up on air. At the time, Harry Maguire had not been signed by United. Yeah, but so, I also don't uh, think that m- you would have might have picked a draw, but you were pretty high on Chelsea for that, yeah. you know. And honestly, Chelsea didn't look bad. They they no, they, they the, played it, great in the first yeah. half. They uh, they, was hit the bar, they hit the bar twice. What sixty minute mark? They mm-hmm. they, they held out. They, they got the second uh, well, goal, and then yeah, it was and then it was nil, the second goal and the third goal, and then that was it. Like the the floodgates. Yep. Absolutely, it was, and it was your boy that gave up that first goal, uh, Kurt Zuma. Yeah, a uh, guy that was on loan with you last season, um, Marcus Rashford, with a tremendous dip of the shoulder uh, to put him off. He went to ground too early and tried to kind of scooch on his ass uh, and poke the ball away. Ended up kicking Marcus Rashford, and any forward in that position is going to go down. Whether or not it was hard enough, who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's a penalty. And then, interestingly enough, Pogba, not the captain. Also, Pogba, not the penalty taker. I know that was. I mean, we'd still be fucking sitting there (laughs) Uh, in 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 first half stoppage time. (laughs) Although, although Rashford did give us a little pants off dance off. He did. Uh, He did stutter a little bit. Yeah, little shimmy. Um, But it did. I counted. Only took him nine steps to get to the ball versus Pogba's three thousand four (laughs) hundred sixty-two. So, but expertly dispatched by uh, by Marcus Rashford um, for one nil, and Chelsea kept going forward. Um, you know, and credit to them. I mean, they they stepped up and tried to Frank went go toe to toe. Oh yeah, and Frank went real. Mason young. Mount, um, Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Uh, they had Pedro out out wide. William was hurt. Tammy um, Tammy's wearing the nine. That oh, yeah. that's that is a conscious decision. Yep. He is their number one choice at striker. They're going to let him lose let that him job. Yeah. They're gonna let him play. I, it I'm, looks like I'm and kind he, of okay he, with it. I what a sweet hit he had that that rattled the bar too. I mean, he caught that as pure as could be. As the game went on, he got a little frustrated because he was kind of separated from what the midfield was doing. Yeah, you know, you could tell it, youth. So that's also to be said. Like, okay, let's talk a little bit about the Manchester United defense. You know. Juan Basaka looked completely natural in that oh, yeah. role. Pressure didn't get to him at all. And and Luke Shaw looked like the former man who ate Luke Shaw and maybe hung out with uh, <laughs> uh, Big Rom and Inter yep. <laughs> eating some bowls of pasta. But Harry Maguire looked great, but let's also face it. He's facing a 20-year-old kid who was playing in the championship last year. So it wasn't like Maguire had the biggest challenge in the world. He well, still stepped up to it. They still looked good. But let's not go all drop into our knees and well, suck in their dicks and thinking they're the best defense in the world. United was more clinical. They only had five shots on target, scored four of them. But Chelsea outshot them overall, had more shots on target, and had more possession. 
So yep. on paper, Chelsea was the better team, as long as you didn't read the scoreline before you read the statistics. <laughs> um, so I kind of chatted to a few uh, United fans already over the weekend, and uh, today was uh, Ew, talking, talking to my buddy uh, Everett on the phone and uh, and Big E. Um, you know, he's also a Redskins fan like me, so he's already declaring Super Bowl for Manchester United. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but But even he admitted he's like, this has got me a little nervous because we are literally going to be living on the knife's edge of there's going to be six good opportunities a game and we're going to need to be at 50% to right. win games. Like yeah. if, if all there is is going to be is six, if a team can pack the bus and get one on us and they have a good day and they hold us out, uh, we could, could be, yeah. find a one, nothing loss. How is this team going to respond when, they go down one nothing as opposed to being up one nothing. I don't know. Um, I think last year we saw it in in Ole's first little bit right when he first took over. They were brilliant. They responded well. They did go down once or twice and came back and either drew or won those games. Um, but then where they fell apart, you know, they fell apart massively and were yeah. were giving away goals like it was going out of style. Uh, us, so us, they gave up. Num- they gave up the first one. The second one came quickly. The third one wasn't much further after right. that. Th- and by halftime, the game was over. Exactly. So I think part of part of the 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 question mark over United, if you will, yes, Ole was in the job for a lot a lot of last season. Excuse me. I think part of the issue is going to be he didn't have a preseason. He came in. Pogba was already on his on his piss fit. Lukaku was was fat um, and not firing on all cylinders. Alexis Sanchez hasn't fired on all cylinders since he's been at United and also picked up that knee injury, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you had all of these different factors, right? You had Jesse Lingard was out for a while. You had Marcus Rashford was out for a little bit. You had all of these different factors. And your defense was mediocre and you had at to rely, best. Yeah, and you had to rely best. on fucking Fred, too. Yeah. Oh, so and, that- <laughs> and, and to boot that all, not only is the medio- the defense mediocre, De Gea is having a shit year. Right. So you got all these different things working against him, and he didn't obviously have a preseason. So he's coming in trying to just damage control, trying to finish as high up the table as they can, give the pl- put his arm around the players a little bit, uh, like we spoke about a few times towards the end of last season of the jailhouse that was the Jose Mourinho regime, and just get them happy and onside again. You know, um, now with a full preseason, everybody's healthy, everybody's rested. They've kind of trimmed a little bit of the dead weight with uh, Lukaku being linked to go to enter. Um, Alexis Sanchez being linked with Roma uh, and a couple other clubs as well. Uh, so I think, you know, I think they could have, and Pogba didn't look very attitude in this game. No, he didn't. He didn't. He, he stripped of the captaincy um, and stripped of penalty duty. And all the shit we talked about him last year, all signs pointed to he would go out there and essentially go in the center circle and pull his pants down and moon. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer from the center circle. There's still a and lot he, of season for him to do that. Though. Correct. But all of those things happened this summer, and he didn't fucking do it. Yeah. He went out there yeah. and played one of the best games I've seen him play in a United shirt. I hate Paul Pogba. And then he puts off that gorgeous, what, 40-yard Outside long, of the boot. Just oh. little floater. Yeah. You're just like... Oh, I that's, mean, Rash- that's, Rashford still had a lot to do. Right, but you see that and you go, oh, that's why he's considered one of the best players in the world because right. he can he can do that kind of shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Just I mean, insane. Right, and and for those that are new, I do like to make it all about myself. No, that's what do. frustrates me about Mesut Ozil. Mm-hmm. Ozil has that pass in him too. 
well, how often do we see it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, he's in home. He's at home in protective custody. That's so don't right. worry about that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, now I mentioned the ballsy move by Lampard to put the nine on Tammy. An equally ballsy move with Ole putting the nine on Martial because yeah, let's face responded it, with the goal too. Doghouse last year with uh, with Mourinho. Now well, he granted, played, he played granted, well under Ole. M- granted, Mourinho is a fucking psychopath. We know that, but still, completely well, on the outs. If ever there was a reason for an ego to be completely shattered, especially there towards the end where you didn't know how you're going to lose use Lukaku or Sanchez or Martial or Rashford, and then it was just it was such a fucking mess last year yep. for New United. Yeah, they had six players that all played the same position. Essentially, on those kind of those wings, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Probably not six, maybe a little less than that. But then you had Lukaku through the middle, who wasn't doing the job, and Marcus Rashford saying that I want to go through the middle. Yeah, and it just it w- it was a shit show. It really was. It was a circus up front, and even Mourinho, no, he wouldn't let them run. He wouldn't let them yeah. do anything. So, and like we saw with the first few days of Ole when he first came in, they look free. They were enjoying their football. What I like to see from a team is that connection with the fans, celebrating in the corner, being together as a team, all celebrating together. And even though Pogba was late to the fray, one of the cameras panned to him, and he's pumping his fist as vigorously as I've ever seen, you know, as he's kind of like, yes, that came off. You know what I mean? Just they're all bought in, it seems like. And that's a dangerous proposition now that they actually have a proper defender. So um, let's go ahead and turn our attention to Chelsea a little bit. Obviously, you're not able to start uh, Conte because he's coming off. He's been injured the whole preseason. A- ankle injury, yeah. You know, you're missing William, but... He got a very cynical yellow card, yeah. too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, F- Frank goes out there and puts out a very young team, and I I hope this loss does not deter him from continuing to do that because Mason Mount showed moments. Mm-hmm. Abraham showed moments. Zuma didn't have the best of games, but after seeing what he did with Stoke and with Everton, he's ready to be a yeah. center back I on a top I, flight team. You, you 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 have to take a second and go, you're at Old Trafford, it's the first fucking game of the season. You make one mistake early on, it's gonna stay in your head the rest of the game. Well, I don't right. care how good of a professional and, you are. And this and again, this is actually just a comparison. I'm not trying to make it about myself, but it's the situation I'm most familiar with. You look at somebody like Reese Nelson and Joe Willock. Now, Joe Willock was still with Arsenal last year, but Reese Nelson was out on loan yeah. in Germany. This is where a loan can help a player. He played excellently uh, on that left side yeah. um, uh, against Newcastle, where I think Kurt Zuma, and this is where Chelsea's model pisses me off, was loaned out too many times. The Chelsea badge itself, the shirt itself, became heavy, became mm-hmm. unattainable. And now he's there. Now he's like, oh, shit, this is my chance. This is my chance. And he's trying too hard. Right, right. You know what I mean? Why, as a defender, once you go to ground and commit, committed yourself, why are you scooching on your ass to try to poke the ball away? Yeah, why just, are you, just, just let, let him leave, go. Leave yeah. your feet and let him go You're by you. You're in the box. And it wasn't like a, a big-time counter. People around him to help. Well, especially if You're just, Rashford you not, then tries to dribble over top of him and he just stays still and Rashford falls fault. over. Yeah. Guess what's going to happen? Ref ain't going to blow his nope. fucking whistle. He's going to so, let it happen. There's That was my issue. It's almost like he was trying too hard. Yeah, You know what definitely. I'm saying? And, and I don't know if, you know, 
two, three, four successive loan, uh, uh, loan moves year after year after year just kind of made that badge and when I'm finally going to get my chance made that too much of a moment for him. Um, and then another young player... But as you said, he yeah. grew into the game. You know, um, then another young player made the pitch. Obviously, our American, uh, Kristen Pulisic, yep. finally got onto the pitch. That's a tough spot to come into, uh, though. You know, it was. And here's here's the thing. Uh, credit to NBC Sports. Ride that fucking bandwagon. Talk about them constantly. It's what's going to get American viewers to watch. It's you, please yeah, go right with ahead. all the casual racism going on in our country. What better club to support? <laughs> Fucking assholes. Very true. <laughs> but but there is it's he was put in a tough spot, but I think he's going to grow into this team. Um, I think uh, I, I hate to admit this, but Ross Barkley is probably the right person to be putting in that ten role. But let For now just definitely. slowly insert. Christian into it, let him learn how yeah. this, how the uh, English game plays. Because let's face it, he's coming from Germany, and Germany plays very clinical, clinical football. Yeah, and there's there's physicality, but there isn't physicality like the Prem. Right, like Spanish teams and Latin American teams send their players to the Prem to toughen them up. Yeah, this this is the get your teeth kicked in league. Correct, and um, I think Frank, it was a masterclass from Frank Lampard with the the brilliant preseason that Christian Pulisic had um, scoring I think three or four goals in in five games or something like that and adding a couple of assists as well um, to manage expectations on him because he is still a very young player right and he already has the weight of the United States on him uh, for his national team essentially he doesn't need to have the weight of Chelsea on him exactly and he was the winger brought in the summer that Eden Hazard departs um, so obviously he was brought in in January, but he actually he was immediately loaned back to Dortmund. So he joined Chelsea in the summer. Um, not a, officially was a Chelsea player in January. You know right. what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. I got anyway, what you're trying to say. He gets to it's Chelsea. It's a fucking mess, but I get what you're trying to say. He gets to Chelsea in the summer, right? Right. Right after Eden Hazard departs. Mm. So it's like, well, shit. That's you're the fucking right, You're the fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you're 21. So you're the fucking guy for ten years. Yeah, like it just—it's not. Um, it's that weight of that expectation again. Like Kurt Zuma could weigh on him, and I think holding him back and not starting him was probably the best option. Now he brought him in in a tough spot in the game when the pendulum was starting to swing United's it, way. There was little to nothing he could do. What are you so. going to do, right? And so I don't think he played particularly well when he came on. But again, I think he was trying too hard. I think he was trying to take on players like Eden Hazard does. And Frank needs to get that out of his uh, out of his head quickly. He needs to play his game. He he's done it against Real Madrid. He's done it against Bayern Munich. He's done it at the highest highest level. And we've already seen from last season, especially that Manchester United is not no longer the highest level. Right. So instead of trying to be something he's not, he needs to play within himself and do what he does best. And I didn't think he did that yesterday. Um, I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to finish with it anyways and ask Zebras. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's exactly the answer. Uh, cause for concern with Chelsea? Yes. Really? To start with. I assumed the answer would be absolutely here's, not just let the kids play. Here's I'm the reason. No, 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 no. I'd let the kids play. The cause for concern is is how far down do they fall before they start building themselves back up. They don't have a very easy start to the season. Um, overall, I think the fir- within the first six games, I think they play two of the top six uh, teams. Uh, yeah. little, At least. A little foreshadowing. Uh, they're in my bet of the week this Ooh, week. Ooh, let's find out about that <laughs> later. 
uh, <laughs> wicked whispers from Sam. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, but it, you know, do they rattle off three or four losses in a row to start the season off and need to drag themselves out of it? You know, if if that kind of situation arises, they can't get that defense to gel together, um, and they're that easily beaten on the counterattack. You know, they could find themselves in a little bit of a hole that might be a lot to dig themselves out of. That would be my concern. I fully agree. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. I I want that to happen for that club. But they could dig themselves a hole. And what's the next team they play? Leicester. What does Leicester do? Counterattack with Jamie fucking Vardy. The meat and fucking potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> as as we uh, stated at the beginning of the show, we are very biased. So for no good reason, we are going to chat about our two teams, despite the fact that they were both really dull matches. Yeah. Arsenal won, <laughs> Newcastle nil, Everton nil, Crystal Palace nil. Sammy, please talk about your club, Arsenal. Yeah, so despite having not a lot of the ball, Newcastle actually created the better of the chances in the first half. Um, Their new French winger, uh, especially when he came on in the second half, um, looks a lot like Musa Sissoko or uh, a a better version of Hatem Ben Arfa. Just ready to take people on, just very direct. He could be a dangerous player, and you add the speed of Almiron on the other side. That was the one I was going to first half all yeah. Almiron. I mean, wow, they, they, he looked good. They actually, Steve Bruce picked up a couple of good players in them. Um, now, Almiron uh, troubled us with his pace, got a couple of crosses in. They were a bit high for that tall center forward that they have. Um, I, I love his name because it's Joel Linton, right? Like one Joel whole, Linton, yeah. right? But it sounds like Joel Linton. <laughs> like, it's like the right. whitest it, dude ever. Isn't it Joe? <laughs> yeah, like Linton. Joe Linton. Yeah. No, it's Joe Linton, you know, because so, Brazilians have weird fucking names. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, that you know, they had the better of the chances. Uh, John Joe Shelby actually caught the outside of the post uh, on a half volley following a throw-in um, as most of the Arsenal defenders just kind of stepped off of him. Yeah, watched, uh, which him, was watched odd. him hit that. Yeah, that was, it was very strange, but luckily didn't go in. I you mean, know. we all know Shelby's going to fucking miss, but still, don't give him the yeah. opportunity to miss. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, the first half was one to forget. Wasn't too pleased. We had most of the ball, didn't create fucking dick with it. Um, but it was all right. Second half, uh, Arsenal really started to turn the screw. There were a couple of scares, like I said. Bird Leno was called into action a couple of times, but did everything was fairly routine for him. Dubravka, his decision-making was a little off on a, a couple of occasions. He yeah. was kind of caught out. We wasted the chances, but he was caught out a little bit. Uh, the the break- one specifically with uh, Monreal in yeah. the first half. Yep. Dubravka was in no man's land. It's a, As a keeper, you come out. If you are coming out, it is to get the fucking ball. Yeah. If, otherwise, stay home. Correct. Uh, when the new boys came on, they looked a little bit off the pace, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair. Um like they joined just a week ago, <laughs> I, which they you, did. You're, you're, you're speaking the sentiment that I'm about to say about my side right. as well. So Nicholas Pepe, once he came on, he had his name mentioned three or four times, nothing major. Uh, Danny Ceballos, first thing he did when he came in was give the ball away. Uh, uh, and then um, who's the other one, for fuck's sake? I don't know. It's your fucking team. Jesus Christ. I don't even remember who came on, to be honest God, with you. God, you're a fucking embarrassment to the patch I was driving home from the beach. I had to listen to it on the radio. Yeah. But, real um, fans would have been sitting in front of a couch <laughs> watching that game. I had to get my family home from the beach. Anyway. Fuck responsibility and family. <laughs> Worry about your club. 
So anyway, um, but the breakthrough came uh, when Ainsley Maitland-Niles uh, intercepted a ball around halfway, um, strode forward at pace. Uh, they backed off of him for whatever reason. Lachelle's. What the f- don't know. I mean, Don't he was know. he was covering this great area of space where, where nobody was, where there were no fucking players. <laughs> yeah, not not directly <laughs> behind him. It was where, great. Where Pierre Aubameyang was. was just waiting to have the ball put on his foot that he can just softly touch into the net. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so great ball from Maitland Niles floated in from that right side. Um, had the composure to kind of slow himself down, look up, see the pass, pick the pass. Um, Aubameyang, who had been called offside two or three times before that, did well to stay onside. Uh, collected the ball. Touch wasn't great, um, but it did put him in a decent position when Dubravka rushed out. Uh, and he really did have the freedom of St. James's Park when he received that ball. I mean, there, was, there wasn't a player within 15 yards of him. Um, and just tapped over Dubravka and didn't really have a chance. Uh, so last season's top score is uh, off to a flyer. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> There's uh, there's a couple others who did a little bit better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the, true. The um, let's I mean hell Ashley Barnes did better for fuck's sake. <laughs> Without kissing a man either. Exactly. Um, let's take a quick look at Newcastle. Uh, granite. Mike Ashley can fuck everything up. Bruce can fuck everything up. This team looks all right. Yeah, they actually don't look bad. Like I said, there's they a couple additions. Right. Yeah, once they start playing together a little bit more, I think they'll be okay. Solid keeper, solid back back line. Like as long you, as no one gets hurt, they're not terribly added, deep. You added good pieces. As long as the outside distractions don't get to them. I mean, I know we spent this whole summer talking about Jesus Christ, Pennsylvania and twentieth. The way this shit's oh, going, yeah. but absolutely. I think they're gonna be all right. They could, I, they I, could be I safe. think they're gonna be. I think. I think there are plenty of other teams that could fuck up worse that have less pieces than yeah. what I saw from Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. I. I mean, I still put them in danger, but I think they might be okay. I think go out and lose to fucking Norwich next week. Right. You know. I mean, it's not without possibility. So I. You know, I might have to. No, nah, I can't do that. That'd be wrong. What's that? Go ahead. Well, I have my. One through twenty, written out my top goal score. Oh I, no, no, no! I, we're not going to talk about that. that no, that's in it's, the envelope. It's in the envelope. Yeah, no, no, no. no I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I put Newcastle in twentieth. Oh so no! <laughs> yesterday's display was decent, so now I'm nervous. Yeah, <laughs> might fuck that up again. Here's a hint: <laughs> I did not. Ooh, look at Alan, you, Alan. I like you better than Sam. So <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about the unenthu- unenthusiastic hand job that was uh, Everton nil, Crystal uh, Palace. Can nil. I quickly mention while I was on vacation, <laughs> I didn't realize you could listen to masturbation, but uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, as soon as Mel start hit the Z cars button on the iPad. You and I could hear Tim wanking from Australia, but you and John in the room, just the clap of your hand against your sack was was too hard to ignore. It was a beautiful shared moment. Stop it. So for all that, how did you all come out and do this with your limp dick fucking uh, bullshit you had here? Well, I mean, much <laughs> like Morgan you. Morgan Schneiderland didn't have a limp dick. Oh, he went no. straight through the back of two people for no fucking reason. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Well, hey, mind you, the first yellow card wasn't for quote-unquote a foul. It was for the four-year-old temper tantrum that he threw as he stomped his feet on the ground and sucked on his thumb and held his breath like a fucking Oh, is that idiot. the one he dropped to his knees and yeah, banged his hand yeah, on the ground? Yeah, what a that's, dickhead. Which is funny idiot. because I've, I've heard a few Everton podcasts already uh, uh, over the last two days where they're saying, oh, he, it wasn't even a foul. It's like, looked at the replay. He put his foot right into his ankle. It was a it foul. It was definitely a foul. Now, now granted, 
the palace player played it up quite a bit and rolled around and pulled as we like to call a Neymar. Um, yeah. but <laughs> rolled the KFC in yeah, the middle of the game. Exactly. I think it was but, Patrick Van Arnhold. He, uh, Van oh, Arnhold. Yeah, yeah, it was Van Arnhold. <laughs> That is a tough one to say. That's Van Arnholt. That's a lot of nasal going then, on, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Ooh, that's terrible. So, um, un- unfortunately, the, we, right off the jump, we're kind of starting with a little bit of a softened lineup. Like, we, we started with Schneiderlin playing defensive midfielder when, obviously, you know, JPEG's not ready to play. Gumbaman is not ready to play yet. Unfortunately, Gumbaman had to play at the you know, what, the 40th fucking minute and play 50 minutes of the game because Andres yep. Gomez got whacked pretty hard in the ankle. Yep. Uh, gotta love the English press. Two titles. One title says, injury looks severe for Gomez. Second article, injury looks to be okay for Gomez. The meat of both articles the same, the same fucking story. So I'm going to wait till Marco Silva does his presser on Tuesday and says, hey, this is where he stands after being with the physio. So the Premier League Fantasy app, which we all know is super accurate and oh, always it's so reliable predicting, uh, they say it's a calf injury with a 75% chance of playing uh, next weekend. And I didn't realize he was a forename uh, Portuguese. Yeah. Andre he's Felipe Tavares Gomes. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's Portuguese. You didn't know that? No, I knew he's Portuguese. I didn't know he had four names though. Oh uh, well, I mean, come on, it's Brazilian Portuguese. They yeah, all have they like twenty five names. That's just how they roll. <laughs> you know, there's there's a lot of fucking saints you got to throw in your name, man. You know, <laughs> you got to right. cover all them bases. That's right. So, really came down to a dumb yellow card. And and while I called it an unenthu- unenthusiastic hand job, it's still. The game actually had a little bit of uh, life to it. Yeah, Gilfie uh, missed a, a... There was a couple of great chances from Everton, but Gilfie, Gilfie missed one just inside the 18. Bouncing ball. Wasn't very easy to take. Um, but he barely even put it on frame. It bounced, I think, less than three yards away from his body. He did not catch it cleanly at all. Uh, Gilfie didn't Pretty have, fucking pitiful, to be Gil- honest. Gilfie didn't have a very good game in general. He just didn't seem to be creating. He hoofed and, one, too. Yeah. Um, w- uh, but early on in the first half, there was a... Um, there was a ball taken off the uh, uh, line, and Guaita then made a follow-up save. And then there was another uh, instance in the second half where they took one right off the line. Um, yep. Hey, Van Arnholt <laughs> again uh, yeah. took one off the line. Yeah. And then, you know, the stone-cold killer, get the fucking rave on, son, Pickford, with two big, big de- saves. dead-to-right one-on-one yeah. saves. Like, just yep. got big, made the fucking saves. Yeah. There was at least some excitement to the match, but let's face it, it's two clubs feeling feeling out who they are. You know, we didn't have Delph, which he could have probably made a big difference in that game considering... Could be. You're not going to put JPEG... You, you put JPEG on, and you didn't want to have to play him. That's Jabo Jabba Jabon yeah. uh, for everybody Jabin. listening. Jabin. Jabin. Jean-Philippe Jabin. Thank you. Y'all are just making shit up now. <laughs> yes, no, we are. his name. G-B-A-M-I-N. JPEG. You figure out how to say it. JPEG. But it's, it's Jean-Pierre is the first two, and then G is the start of the last name, so JPEG um, is what they've dubbed him. So An J- outdated, what, what unserviceable I- <laughs> fucking... <laughs> 
and medium it's, for and it's, and it's fucking funny. So JPEG. <laughs> Anywho, uh, the one thing I loved his size, I loved his physicality out there, but he made a couple of mistakes, coughed up a, a couple of balls. One of them was one of the fast breaks that uh, Pickford then had to save. Yep. So a little bit of the Everton Nation's kind of getting on his ass, but it's like, come on, the kid should. Si- when he signed he, like two days before he, the deadline, he himself even said before the game. I don't expect to play. I shouldn't be playing. Like, I need right. to learn the system. Yeah, I'm not but, ready yet. But just, you watched him out there. He looked like a center back playing central midfield. Like, just his... Slow, si- he wasn't with it? No, his size. He just, oh, 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 like, just a big boy, You're just boy, like, yeah. whoa, that, that's a big boy right there. Um, uh, Mina played well, which was good. The defense as a whole played well. You got to be happy with the shutout. Um, uh, Moise Keen, or as I like to call him, Moist Ken... Um, got it. I hate that word. Everybody hates that word. That's why I'm going to use it. So, anywho, he got out there and didn't really get an opportunity to be a part of the game, but got a little bit of a run. End of the day, you know what? It was an actual match where our lovely associate from across Stanley Park could have finally, for once, said it was a windy fucking pitch and had been right. (laughs) Yeah. The top two from last year started the same way this year. One makes a statement game in their match. The other one follows up with a statement to reply as well. Yep. Liverpool 4, Norwich City 1, Manchester City 5, West Ham 0. Yep. Um, everything went right for the Reds except for... Timo Puki. Well, yeah, Timo, he definitely ruined the parade. But more importantly which really didn't get brought up very much by anybody in the press. Nope. They're starting cold keepers out for at least six weeks. Yep. Looks like a, a pretty bad hamstring injury. <clears throat> and right after he took that goal kick, uh, or free kick, whatever it was, he immediately turned around and looked back, went down, and that was the end of the day. Fuck it, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> NBC Sports. I, I, I get it. We don't want Joe Theismann's leg breaking to be played over and over and over and over again. I get it, but... Their starting goalkeeper, the number one for Brazil, a like in all uh, won a t- the Golden a top, Glove in every competition he played in last year. A a top five goalkeeper in the world gets injured. Not even a mention of it the entire weekend by NBC Sports. Not a single fucking mention of it. Yep. No, no, they don't in the highlights like. In the highlights, if uh, Sammy, if Leno had gotten hurt in the highlights, would that have been on NBC Sports in your highlight package? Probably. I know Pickford got hurt. That would have been in. Like, what's this like whitewash of we're just going to pretend like nothing's ever happened to Liverpool thing? I mean, I I don't know. Maybe the uh, Fenway Sports and Entertainment Group have uh, NBC in their pocket. Who knows? LeBron James walked over to NBC Sports and said. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> this right. is not the keeper you were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> he totally men in blacked them and just yeah. hit the uh, the laser beam so they forgot everything. Yes, Producer Mel, if you didn't know that, LeBron James is part of the uh, Henry Group and actually owns a piece of uh, Liverpool FC. And apparently is a fucking Jedi. Because <laughs> he could play mind tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. You've seen what he's done in the NBA to every single team he's been at. I, this is true. not the coach <laughs> you 
you want, I will select your next coach for you. He will do whatever I say. <laughs> right. I am actually your coach. All right. This is my puppet. So let's actually <laughs> talk about the good thing, which was Liverpool on all cylinders. Killing it. Mo Salah getting on a score sheet, which was uh, an excellent, excellent finish. Yep. Divac Origi picking up where he left off uh, with a decent finish of his own. Virgil van Dijk had a, a really a men amongst boys header. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just in general, is ridiculous. But what I really want to talk about is the first goal of the entire season. The very first goal Go ahead. was a very unfortunate own goal. Yes. <laughs> and it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was some schoolboy shit. Um, and really showed, uh, not necessarily showed, because I think Norwich did have flashes We're of decent prim, play. Don't fuck up, don't fuck right, up. Don't, We're in the prim, oh, don't fuck, fuck up. up. God damn it! Yeah. Fuck! Exactly. <laughs> Um, and I do have his name here. I actually looked it up. His name is Grant Hanley. You know what it was? So it was very f- close to the Grant Holt wish I, I had the uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was a farking farce, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It definitely was. Uh, but yeah, um, like I said, Norwich had a couple of uh, a couple of good passages of uh, passages of play. Uh, they had a couple of chances, forced Adrian into a couple of saves. Um, Allison too in the first half in, in as the well. fir- before he went off. Yeah, um, Salah also nabbing a uh, an assist off mm-hmm. of his corner for uh, for Virgil Van Dyke's header, and then Trent Alexander Arnold picking up where he left off as well I'd uh, with an assist, <laughs> a, a lovely floated ball again, uh, early cross from about thirty yards, forty yards out uh, I, for Origi's goal. So I'd like to say more about the Reds, and I don't want to be completely slanted as an as an Evertonian, but. Honestly, the, uh, honestly, the more the more interesting story, the more questions in this is is Norwich because let's face it, Liverpool did exactly what the fuck Liverpool is supposed to do. Correct. They went out, they kicked the shit out of a weaker team, they took it to them, they got the job done. Goals for everyone. They looked good. Other, yeah. other than the keeper getting hurt, like I mean, there's really nothing more to say. You did your fucking job. Well done. There's not much yeah, more to say. Uh, correct. And I, I would call Jurgen Klopp Oprah, except for uh, it seemed to be that uh, Pep Guardiola was. You get a goal, and you, <laughs> you get, get a goal, goal and you, you get, get a goal. Because <laughs> uh, in that game, finishing five nil was absolutely ridiculous. Okay. On a, with the some of the signings they made, we thought West Ham and trimming some of the dead weight that they trimmed. We thought yeah. West Ham was going to be a, a decent enough club. I mean, obviously, City's hard to open up against. Little, but you're at home. You roll over 5-0. Little, little, little foreshadowing. That's exactly what I'm going to get to when we talk about City. We're going to say, you know what? City did exactly what they were supposed to fucking do. Let's talk about West Ham. No, by that I mean let's really talk about VAR. But let's get back <laughs> to the topic at hand. Um, Norwich, you know, we're talking about teams that have weak defenses right so like in your instance like your squad we say hey you're probably going to win a lot of games five to three i watched norwich play not with sideshow bob Uh, senior right okay so (laughs) i watched yes very well i have junior also i I know yes okay no the original sideshow bob is my boy marion (laughs) well that's true that's the original sideshow bob (laughs) but um the 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 thing with norwich is is they look like the team that is going to lose a lot of games five to three. Yep, um, I could definitely see that. I mean, like I said, they had some pretty decent football, and I can see them picking some teams apart. Timu Puki is fucking legit. Yeah, oh yep. fuck, he's good. Absolutely, and it's not even just the goal he scored. It was it was all over the place. It was against 
Virgil fucking Van Dyke, yep. and he got behind that line yep. four or five times. Oh, it yeah. was like, wow, this this team's going to frustrate some people, and there's going to be games where like they shockingly beat Leicester four to two at home. But that's it. It almost reminds me of Blackpool about eight years ago. That yeah. came in like a fury, scoring goals. We're going to be offensive. We're going to come after you. And, then and by the end them. of the season, they were in 19th place and getting the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. Like, I could see a lot of Fulham in them, just better than Fulham was. Yeah. So Fulham tried to play the football, didn't score the goals, got scored on a ton. Uh, I could a, see This I is could a team see you Norwich. don't want the first five weeks of the year. Correct. And I, I mean, for them, why not step up and have a go at Liverpool at Anfield? Why not give it a try? You know, they may change their style, you know, throughout the course of the season. But you're catching Liverpool cold. Yeah. You know, it's a perfect time to play them. Yeah. And well, I mean, now you just fucked it up. But, well, you well know. Let, let's face it. You look at the schedule and you go, well, at least I'm getting City out of the way. At least I'm getting Liverpool out of the way. At least I'm getting Spurs out of the way. And they all whooped your asses in every single one of those right. instances. So like, maybe you shouldn't go toe to toe with everybody, you know. Yeah, but and, it is what and, it is. And while I liked what I saw out of uh, like someone like Timu Puki, he will be a great striker for Leicester or West Ham next year, as <laughs> Norwich goes down. Um, Very true. <laughs> so moving on, moving on to the City match. Um, as as you kind of have already hinted, goals galore, a hat trick for Sterling. The man learned how to finish. We're in trouble. Yep, we are in like. He was always fast. He was always talented, but he always seemed to figure out how to fuck it up in the final third. Absolutely. He ain't fucking it up in nope. the final third no more. Not at all. Ooh. I know. He had a hat trick. It was brilliant. Huh. Um, and had one chalked off for VAR. Uh, hey, remember, <laughs> elbows are offsides, apparently. You know. Yeah, well, I think it was a shoulder, which is a legal part of the body. So, um... It is very easy for us to go Versus ahead and hands, just, which are illegal. It's going to be very easy for us to just go <laughs> off about VAR. Um, I say let it simmer because in a few weeks we're going to be looking for topics, and right now we've actually got a lot to talk about. So just let it be known, listeners. Fuck VAR. Yeah, I hate VAR. Fuck VAR so I much. Can't stand it. And we're just going to let the case build very slowly but surely. Um, what you were getting at before, West Ham. Okay, you're going to lose to City when you play them the, f- the first game of the season. That's going to happen, right? We did it last year. <laughs> don't, don't fucking lose five to fucking nothing. That's terrible. Don't get your fucking asses kicked. That's terrible. They did everything right this offseason. They trimmed yep. all the fat. Yep. They got rid of the asshole Arnautovic um, at, at striker and brought in a new, young, big, Great striker and yep, just they got rid of Andy Carroll. Just they took the medical transport up to Newcastle. All, all the fat is gone. You, by the yes, way, I yeah. forgot to mention this. Mm-hmm. Did you hear his interview? Somebody mm-hmm. asked Andy Carroll. Somebody asked him. They were like, "Yeah, so where are you in your fitness? You know, are you almost match fit." Blah blah blah. His response was, "I'm running outside." <laughs> well, good fucker. That's where most of our fucking games are. Uh, I'm I'm having a jog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, it's too funny. All right, yeah. sorry. Back to back and, to West Ham. And it looked like in the first half the the defense was good, playing well, and then 
by the second half, it looked like the start of last year for West Ham, where everything was just a fucking mess. Yeah. I mean, I hate to admit it. This next game, game two, game fucking two of the season is actually of dire importance to West Ham. Yeah, absolutely. The way you got your ass fucking whooped, you need to like... I'm with you. Woo. Yeah. There, it, Sebastian Ale didn't even have a shout. You you look at that They only managed team. three shots on target the entire game, despite having almost half the ball. They're a good team. They got a great coach. You do not get beat fucking 5-0 I know. in your home opener. Well, Manuel I don't Pellegrini, care how good fucking City is. Pellegrini had a big problem with a lot of the tactical fouls uh, that um, uh, most of the City midfield was laying down. You know, as soon as West Ham got the ball back, you know, they were surrounded. A lot of people had problems with it last year. So, you know, David Silva, and they spread the fouls around so nobody gets cards. Right. Um, but as soon as you get the ball, it take more than two touches, they chop you down. Stop right. the counterattack, but not blatantly, obviously, you know? I, I Personally, I call that smart football. Like, it's a physicality. It's, it's the way you should play the fucking game. I mean, there's, going, there's a bit of a chess match to it all. If people are going to dive and roll around on the ground like their leg is falling off, you know what your job's to do? To remind them that I can take out your knee at any moment. If anybody knock knows them around. that, it's me. Come yeah, on. fuck, knock a guy. It's... <laughs> <clears throat> that feels like a bit more of an excuse than it does an actual, you know, real legitimate. No, I complaint. hear you. No, absolutely. And uh, it's city. They're deep, and they were rolling. You can't I, beat it. I, you can't beat it. And Gabriel Jesus stepping up and getting the first goal immediately, right off, right off the break. Mm-hmm. I think he's starting after his uh, his his very successful, except for that temper tantrum he threw where he punched the VAR screen walking <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> after his very successful Copa America, I think he's starting to understand um, how to broaden his shoulders for the expectations. And um, I think this is a big, big year for him. Could be. Could be. I mean, that was one of the big question marks we talked about in the summer when we were uh, talking about City is we know the kind of a player that Aguero is, but at some point he's just going to start to get too old. Yep. And will Gabriel Jesus step into the role to become the next big striker for this team? And right. it's starting to look like he's starting to get it. It's, it seems like uh, uh, you know Pep is starting to get into his brain, and it's starting to work. Um, gotta, I, I have to say this, and we'll end on this, is um, no offense to Liverpool, I don't know. How on earth they're going to beat City this year? Rounding up the rest of the league in our segment, we like to call "Oh, so that happened." <laughs> Tottenham three, Aston Villa one, Burnley three, Southampton nil. I don't know how to pick fucking games. <laughs> Brighton Hove Albion three, Watford nil. Technically, it was better than mine. Yeah, it was better than yours. <laughs> Leicester City nil, Wolverhampton nil, and a truly unenthusiastic hand job that of was a game. A terrible game. I, I watched that one because you were watching your fucking team play, so I watched this one. And then finally, uh, Bournemouth one, Sheffield United one. Um, let's go ahead and start off right off the top. Uh, Villa was lively. They Spirited. looked really good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're playing one of the best three teams in the league. Well, and Harry Kane's going to do what Harry Kane's going to do and get a brace, and you're going to lose. They held him off to, what, 70 minutes? And, I mean, Spurs had their chances. Tom Heaton made a couple of fan-fucking-tastic saves. 
you'd think <laughs> you'd think he went to Liverpool with this injury is crazy, right? Yeah. If he went to Liverpool and he would have been doing this for them, it would have been nuts. We're a little paused out here right now as we're talking about this because there's really only one thing we really fucking care about. <laughs> hey, everybody, Tottenham, so th- those ta- of Tottenham th- beat Villa 3-1. to one, yeah, Those of you that were with us last season knows what's about to happen with Melissa's... Hashtag villainy stuff. Yeah, with Melissa's newfound... Uh, it's all right. Uh, I um, was Aston prepared Villa for this. I uh, was at my sister's daughter's i guess my niece's first birthday <laughs> well, well said well said my mom's as other I, daughter's I'm daughter watching you pour yeah, that as yes I'm talking. in fact everybody our producer is also drinking while we're doing this show yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why this whole thing is a train wreck um sam have we figured out the video yet as you're over there frantically thumbing through your phone <laughs> normally i'm the <laughs> yes. one that does that and so i, I was know and i got a lot going on now. all right I handed so, him the phone like queued up all he had to do was press record. so really all they care about so all they really uh, i'll go ahead and got the, well, I, I, we have a lot of new new faces right, right. So i'm gonna go just, ahead and explain it oh all. good finally so really for, for, sake. for the people who know the show already I they already know about part. the malort challenge and they're gonna see it on facebook live and that's all they want to see is just her taking the shot but um Every time one of our teams loses. So if Everton loses, I have to take a shot. If Sam loses, he has to take a shot. And now... And I've been gleefully videotaping everybody that's had to take a shot in Malort. It's the first time the camera's on me. Correct. So what we're going to talk about here is Malort. Malort is a Polish bitter from Chicago. By the way, this Um, will be my first time. I hey. I like to mention that um, um, Malort is um, shitty. If, if earwax threw up, it is widely considered the worst uh, alcohol in the world. It smells like it could take stickers off of a like Honda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> off so, of a millennial's Honda. All right. So <laughs> with, with with that being said, I trailed off. Sorry. Uh, the villains lose. Melissa needs to take a shot of Malort. And um, what we've also affectionately now call this is Mike Ashley in a bottle. <laughs> so, Melissa, enjoy your shot of Malort. Uh, Heaton, I still love you. So, uh, up the villa, and uh, here we go. Oh, it's so gross. Just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Earwax and uh, alcohol earwax. Ugh. The best part, the best and part is the, the bile. bile. The bile. It just starts to taste like you threw up in your mouth, but you didn't throw up in your mouth. It's just there. Hate to disappoint you guys. I'm a woman. I've had worse things in my mouth. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. That's right, boys. She's married to me. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I also do want to have a quick mention for my fantasy team, uh, since we're sliding into DU after dark here. Uh, they got a <gasps> solid the aftertaste. Sixty-nine Sorry. points. <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh. By the way, by the way, oh, our, the you're, aftertaste you're, is starting to come up, and it is not good. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, not so we fun. we do need to make sure that we get this segment done. But I do need to mention real quick, um, DU football show. Um, there was Sam Graham calls me and says, "Hey, should we do a fantasy team?" And I say. Well, let's not do a fantasy league this year. It's a little too close to the season. Let's take our time. We want to do it right. Um, Sam Graham at... Got drunk. 
two o'clock in the morning <laughs> on Facebook talking to fucking Lindsay, our villa fr- friend. Bless your little cotton socks. Next thing you fucking know, Sam's like, we got a fucking fantasy league. <laughs> and I wake up in the morning and I go, we got a fucking fantasy league. Okay, so. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, Sam. Shit happened while you were passed out. So I liked so, all the pretty colors I put on our story when oh, I was drawing Jesus. with the lines. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sam Graham just hammered, playing with his phone, drawing. Look, it's a blue line. It's a yellow line. They were line. all arrows. I, I made a little arrow and here's a heart and a little unicorn but i just assumed tegan did it so Uh, so so anywho i uh um to those of you who were not able to join the league or are going to join the league late or whatever this is just we're just doing it for fun there's no prizes we're just going to dick around but going into next season we're going to do a legit fantasy league and we're going to have fun with it and Hell, maybe even do fan track and do like a draft and have like people come over. Depending and do a draft. how many people we get in, yeah. Depending how many people we get in the league, sure. Do a live draft. Ooh. Do a live draft show. That, that would be, be pretty fun. Yeah. So, all right. So let's go ahead and get into uh, Burnley and Southampton. As we said, uh, are Ashley you not going to mention Ndombele's goal? Uh, we just, you know, and Dombele's goal was brilliant. It was pretty fucking brilliant. You actually paid Liverpool some respects. So I should do mine and pay Spurs some respect. And Dombele's goal was fucking sweet. Look at you. You're maturing, I, Sam. I You're maturing as a broadcaster. You got me off. No, you didn't. That came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about my 69. I know Wait. you look you, in I the know, fantasy league. In the fantasy league, <laughs> I know <laughs> you're looking at me, and it just does it for you. I <laughs> get it. I'm a big <laughs> sexy bitch. Anyway, I get it. Anyway, my, um, no, the uh, that was a sweet strike. It really was. It was. That was a sweet strike. Uh, you got me coming off vacation, is what I was gonna say. So no I'm rested, problem. relaxed. I'm not angry at anyone. So I have nothing to take out on Spurs at the moment. Excellent. <laughs> so um, Burnley, as we mentioned, Ashley Barnes with the uh, with the brace without actually kissing another grown man on the nose. Although <laughs> it would have been better if he did. Um, the fuck Southampton. Did he have a goal chalked off? No, it was Chris Woods. Yeah, Chris Woods. Chris Woods. He had the assist. Barnes. Yeah. Would have been assist. Southampton, the fuck? Uh, Wasted a couple of good chances in the first half. Um, Half chances, some of them. uh, What's that new guy's name? Oh, uh, Che. uh, Che Adams Adams up at the top. The Birmingham player. Yeah, Well, now he's a Southampton player. But the former Birmingham (laughs) player. There we go. Um, Che Adams. uh, Ridiculously stretched for the the one uh, ball. Came over the top. One cross came in. Jumped. If he had gotten on target, definite goal. Goalkeepers in no man's land. But just it was too much for him to do. Uh, but Southampton did waste a couple of chances here or there in the first half. Um, Burnley finally grew into the game. Um, again, they had a goal chalked off for offside through VAR. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let that simmer. Let I, I hate it. In our core, we're gonna I let know, that simmer. Oh, it sucks. Um, and then later on, after his marker slipped, Ashley Barnes did well to find the uh, find the flight of the ball as he turned, uh, brought it down on the thigh, taking it away from uh, the other on-rushing defender, the guy trying to recover, and fired in expertly. It was a great finish. Um, and then Good uh, Good Munson getting on the score sheet um, five minutes after Barnes' second was was awesome for him as well. <laughs> uh, a tidy little finish mm, from him. Pardon me. Hate hate to admit this, but um, this early in the season, the first game. This is actually a six-pointer with a three-point goal differential. Oh yeah, that's actually, absolutely this this, this absolutely. game at the end of the season when you're looking at something. if one of these two yeah. teams is in 18th place, 
this game is what you're going to fucking look at right here. I mean, this yep. really does state it. Um, Leicester City, Wolverhampton, again, VAR, we're not going to fucking get into it. Just three shots registered in that game overall uh, on goal, on target. A lot of it was that was it between both teams. It was fucking ridiculous. It's the game I watched uh, while you were watching Arsenal, and there was a lot of running, not a lot of accomplishing. <laughs> but there was a lot of running. Jamie Vardy oh missed a guilt a chance from <laughs> two three yards out. Uh, I saw in the highlights. They um that was a pitiful display really uh, I, in that game. Um, I you know, we'll get into VAR eventually, but I mean, come on, really, that's what you're gonna call a goal back for? I just uh, I don't know. I'm almost. It's only we're only one weekend in. I'm almost to the point now where I'm like, when I do my VAR rant podcast, it's gonna sound like a fucking Slipknot album. Heard emergency like I'm, podcast. I'm already. Sam like, Graham goes off on VAR. Yeah, I'm already to that level about this fucking piece of shit technology. I will t- let's talk about one positive <laughs> of that game is that uh, my lovely wife, producer Mel, was sitting next to me, and Aww. and as we're watching the match. There's a moment where Jamie effing Vardy fouls a guy. I love the fact that we say fuck all the time, but when it comes to Jamie Vardy, it is Jamie effing Vardy (laughs) that he fouls a guy. Read the bull. (laughs) Fouls a guy, (laughs) runs past him, looks down at him, and she just goes, was that Jamie effing Vardy? I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yes. Because Jamie effing Vardy was just telling that guy, fuck off get up <laughs> and then they show the replay and his mouth is literally saying fuck, fuck off, off get up <laughs> and she's like i think i found my new favorite player i was like we we all really just kind of love, love him. jamie He's, vardy yeah he'll cut a bitch he's pretty fabulous his chin is so pointy oh yeah big time so um big time final final match was uh the cherries and the blades go to a uh, 1-1 draw um, the blades. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. The um, it, I'm it, not going to be a part of this. Sheffield. I saw. I saw a bit of the same thing in Sheffield that I saw in Norwich. They were very probing. They were very attacking, and fortunately, they were playing a team that wasn't going to make them pay. I could see that team lose an eight nil to somebody like City. Oh yeah. Big time. I could see some of the I could see them losing five nil to us and we can't finish either. Ripping half the time. them apart. Absolutely. Um one hundred percent. It was a pretty open game. It was actually an entertaining draw, to be honest. You, you, and it they, was, there and wasn't a ton of shots on target. I think both teams only registered three. And the goal. Um, but it was end to end stuff. I mean, they were all over the place and kind of chippy at times. Oh yeah. Know? Oh, absolutely. It was good. Um the goal for uh the Blades was a player who was with them Billy from, Sharp. Yeah, from yep. from League One. Yeah, joined so. them three years ago or four years ago, whatever it was, in League One and has come up with them to the Premier League. So it uh, a lovely story. You know, we always love the romantic side. Yeah. It's a fabulous. lovely story. Yeah, it's awesome. He he scores the goal and was it him that grabbed the uh security attendant by the face and shook yeah, him and face. shook him. Yeah. <laughs> Just grabbed him by the face <laughs> and went, Oh my I did it. god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you also hear the story uh, where apparently they typically go for a walk through the town before the game for whatever reason? I, I did hear did this. Hear this is fabulous. Yeah, and so they're walking through the town, and um, apparently they walked by a pub where a bunch of Sheffield fans had been all day, and uh, they just come outside pissed drunk. Well, hey, lads, hey, oh, come on. And they sat there with them for a few minutes to just fuck with them. 
kind and of, then, uh, you know, for, they for, piss back off to the stadium for, for those that are American listeners that are, you know, new to football as a whole and have been listening to us. Um, this is part of the charm of what English football is like. You would never see an NBA team or uh, NFL team or an uh, M- M- uh, Major League Baseball team like, you know, you wouldn't see those teams go out and do that kind of stuff. Yet in England, you know, Sheffield United just walks around the town. Hey, we haven't been we haven't been to Bournemouth before. We haven't been down to the South Coast. Let's walk around and check it out and see what it's all about. Pretty yeah, pretty it's fabulous. Awesome. It's great. Mezzadozo getting carjacked, you know, all those things. Um <laughs> so one final question to wrap this up. Uh Bournemouth pretty much kept everybody. And I know we we think the league might have figured them out, but do you think they're gonna be all right? Yeah, I still think they'll be okay. I, I, I really do. Um, they will need to pick up some points in the games that they need to, like this one. This was this the one they been a, This should have been a three-pointer. Yeah. Uh, but they they failed to do so. You For, know? Foreshadowing it's, to our next segment, normally it's a pretty safe bet to pick the Cherries, cherries to win home. at home. Yep. You know? um, so I don't think so. I think it's just early season rust, but, um, but they're going to need to pick up some points and pick them up quick. Because they'll go through a stretch where they'll play, you know, four of the top six and then two or three from the next and could see them, you know, like sink like a stone again. Have, uh, like have a last December year, like nine, last December. Nine losses in a row kind of deal, you know. So they'll, they'll have to pick up some points and uh, and we'll see what happens with them. Um, I, I don't think Eddie Howe's job's not safe, but they may want to think about talking to him about some of his tactics from time to time. Uh, I'm at at some point Eddie Howe is either going to lose his job at Bournemouth or he's going to move on to another club. It's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. Mr. Graham, you and I are already in the fucking hole. Yeah. Sounds yep. like the last time I went to the casino. Yep, we got both of our picks wrong. Correct. I picked a draw between Burnley and Southampton, which ended up being a 3-0 Burnley win. Sammy, I picked a Chelsea away win, <laughs> and they got drubbed 4-0. Yes. Um, Mel, how did uh, Kitty the Chicken do? Fuck off. She's going to be fried. She won. She yep. picked She picked Tottenham over Villa. So That's right. And I- Tegan in our Facebook Live, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, my daughter also uh, beat us. So she a, didn't get the correct score, but she did pick Liverpool to win. So your daughter and a chicken are both smarter than the two of you. Correct. Yes, a, a fifth grader, right? She's going into her going grade. fourth grade. Fourth grade year. So Even a fourth worse. Grade, fourth grader and a chicken can pick games better than we can. Even worse. I do want to give a quick shout out, though. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my mother's friends, a uh, lady named Lynn, um, her husband is English, and she was in England recently and brought Tegan back one of the bruised banana shirts personalized with her name on the back Aww. and Nacho Monreal's number. Fabulous. Her favorite player. So thanks, Miss Lynn. Alrighty. She's not listening. She won't listen. We curse too much. But I was oh, like, oh, I'm regretting my fuck the fried chicken <laughs> remark now. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. I talked about masturbation earlier. It took me, what, 25 minutes into the new season to talk about jerking? Yeah, you know, it's... <laughs> Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fine broadcast. I told Sam he got me show. off. You know, well, yeah. we have so many new listeners now. I know. This is what yeah. you could expect, ladies and gentlemen. Ch- chasing Welcome. them all away. Chasing Welcome. them all away. All right. So, um, 
what we're doing this year for uh, prediction time. Last year, we picked all the games when we realized it was just ran on and on and on, kind of like this show is doing tonight. But I'm just excited football's back, though. Yeah, Come I'm on. so excited. Come on. Of we'll course, tighten up in the next few weeks. Of course, the show is going to go an hour and a half. To. You know, it's just it's, it's what's going to fucking happen. Weekend. Next week, it'll be it'll be an hour and we'll be fine. So um, Sam and I pick games against the spread. And uh, then we also offer the opportunity for a listener submission. And of course, who do you think the very first listener submission would be? Well, we did get a couple of emails, and we thank everybody. We're, we're only going to pick one per week, just to let you know that. And we thought, for the first one, since we spent all of last season referring to him. It better be Pat. It is our degenerate gambling friend, Pat. Why, yes. It is our degenerate <laughs> gambling friend, Pat, who has reminded me you owe him five, actually ten fucking dollars because it was the double or nothing bet last year, and he beat you. So, well, I, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what a bet he he could show up at any time. Well, he had bet um, that you would he would do better than you in betting on soccer over the weekend while you were in England, and then he doubled down with you. I never went to England. When no, you did before in the middle of the year. Don't think about September. Think, uh, I mean, March. Think about earlier in the year. You did, and you bet on games in England. Jesus Christ, you can't remember the time you I went did, to England. I didn't go to England last September. What you, you guys aren't seeing is right now Sam Graham's eyeballs are rolled into the back of his head as I he didn't, tries to remember. I didn't go to England in September, did I? No, no, no. But you, you went. You went last year. You went last year. It was and last you bet, April. Yeah, it was before yeah. we even started the yes. show. No, it. Dude, last April we were recording a fucking show. No, a year ago. We are getting way off track. All right. Here's the thing. <laughs> you owe fucking Pat money. Uh, and at some point, Pat's going to show up and fucking collect. Uh, okay. What is he going to break my legs over $10? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> he also know. doesn't have an Italian last name, so I'm not worried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Pat, Pat this week, uh, what he wanted to do was... Um, for his bet, he was looking for something that would be uh, a little bit more entertaining um, and wanted to make sure that the bet would be something that is going to be on TV since he doesn't have gold because he's a degenerate gambler that only watches soccer because he bets it. He and likes to bet on it, yeah. Exactly. So the game that he was looking at is uh, Tottenham at Man City, which, let's face it, is not a game you really want to bet. Um, so you don't really want to pick a winner because with Man City, you got to risk 300 to win 100. And then you look at the goal differential, right? The spread is for, you know, at 1.5 goals is a minus 110, right? So what he's doing is he's going to take the over of a 3.5. So there has to be four goals in the game. Has to be four goals. Did he name a club, or is it just it three just, and a half just, in the game? Just the, just yeah, the scores. So there has to be yep. four goals or more in the match. Four goals or more, which there has been in the last three meetings that they have played. There's been over four goals. So what he's looking to do is he's going to go ahead and pick the over on the 3.5, and he risks 105 to win 100. All right. So and a little different than when you go to a sport book, you actually pay for the ticket. So it's like, oh, I spent 105 bucks and I win. You know, I win 100 bucks. You don't actually have to pay unless you lose. Right. So he's just risking 105 to win 100. Correct. So that's going to be his bet. Sammy, what's your bet this week? So I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path. I don't know if you're ready for it. Okay, go ahead. 
Hold on, I lost it. <laughs> this is always fun. Brighton West Ham, here we go. Uh, all three win me money, uh, win, draw, or other team win. Okay. I am going for a West Ham win at plus 190. Away okay. at Brighton to get their season back on track. I think they're going to be pissed off about what happened to them. I think Brighton overexerted themselves. We failed to mention largest away win in their top flight history uh, in Graham Potter's first game in charge. I think they're going to go home spent, and I think uh, West Ham is going to come out victorious. So I am putting down 100 bucks to win 155 Okay, very good. So then you yep. would be plus 55 yep. for... Uh, if I win it, yeah. Right, if you win. Very good. I'd be plus 55. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go big. I am going with Leicester City heading to the bridge. A draw would be a plus 240, but fuck it. It's only money. I'm down 100. Let's go up 300. I am going to take Leicester to win plus 400, Sammy. I'm going for fucking broke. You are going to be broke at the end of it. Oh, <laughs> if I lose, I'm now down 200. So, you know. Technically 255 since uh, I will win mine. Heard 255. <laughs> now, um, Sam, if we gave you this, just us picking games, this would be enough, wouldn't it? I mean, for most people, yeah. But no. no. And a listener, yeah. I mean,. Most shows, that's all they give you. No. We give you Kitty the Chicken. Mel, what does Kitty the Chicken have for us this week? I fucking hate this music. Yeah. Get the rave on right. son. So I went up to uh, visit Kitty and the other chickens as they were celebrating their victory last week with blueberries, pumpkin seeds, and sick DJ beats. Remember, DJ Khaled did not buy fucking Newcastle. <laughs> now, I informed Kitty that uh, this week we were giving her the Wolverhampton hosting Manchester United match. And uh, Kitty, wasting no time, jumped off her perch, went right into the coop, reached under the nest, and pulled out a phone. I didn't realize Kitty had an iPhone, but apparently that bitch is connected. And remember, and, Kitty uh, is a chicken. She has yes. a chicken, yes. She's a, a buff Orpington chicken, to be precise. A uh, do what? Uh, she is an Orpington, and her color is buff. Oh. Just so you know. All right. Now, uh, Kitty scrolled, th- scrolled through her pictures until she found the one that showed me uh, her playing a picture. I'm sorry. A picture of her playing Canasta with Sir Canasta. Alice Ferguson, Wayne Rooney, and Ryan Giggs. That chicken is connected, and clearly she's got ties to Man U and thinks they're going to beat the Wolves. And Dude. that is uh, Kitty the Chicken's pick this week. Dude, I heard Giggsy plays Canasta the way he fucking plays football. Just balls to the wall all the balls time? Balls to the wall. That's why <laughs> that was Kitty's partner. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, as always, fans and people, remember, gamble responsibly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, the true, besides the Arsenal segment, of course, true meat and potatoes of the show, is how our fucking adult team did. Uh, So those of you that are new, um, we have microphones. We pay for a service to produce this uh, podcast. We have Sam's wife self-taught producing this podcast uh, with all the technical shit that we don't understand. 
Um, so we're going to fucking talk about ourselves, and that's what we're about to do. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't there last week, though. Sam, how'd we do? Um, the- oh, I did want to quickly mention, on the Liverpool show, Josh shouted me out for scoring again. Thanks, bro. Nice of you to notice your fucking captain does something. <laughs> Sam, the floor is yours. <laughs> I believe Josh introduced himself as the best player on Drunkard United <laughs> football team. Uh, newsflash, he is. He also <laughs> smokes meth, but that's okay. <laughs> Anywho, the uh, yeah, so the the namesake of our team is uh, Drunkard United, and hence the name, the Drunkard United Football Show, because we all play indoor soccer together on uh tuesday nights well i don't anymore i retired at age 40 i'm in my mid 40s now so to fill the empty hole in my life firmly in his mid 40s by the way yes to <laughs> fill the empty hole in my life i spend it every tuesday standing on the sidelines yelling at a bunch of grown men they laugh at me for yelling at them and then i remind them that i am a grown man yelling at other grown men and you are the grown men allowing me to yell at you correct Yes, that happens. exactly. Um, so, so how did uh, Drunkard United do this past Tuesday? Yeah, I went. I didn't pay attention. Oh, we fucking sucked. We got our asses kicked. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, um, we <laughs> well, started. Did, what was the score? Do you remember? Oh God, I've got it. I got it pulled up on eight my... to three. I want to no eight. Hold on, I got it. I have it. Eight three. I think we we got worked. I'll link it in the show notes. We Thanks. got worked. So um, that would be a nine to five. Actually, nine to five. Not okay. as bad. Yeah, uh, not as, not. Not a we, total drubbing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we got two in the second half. So <laughs> we started <laughs> losing nine to five. Uh, Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Hit the fucking there you go. button. There you so, go. Um, <laughs> we we started the game lively. We got we went up one nothing early. At halftime, we were up three to two. Seemed like things were going well. And then within five minutes of the second half, we were down five to three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then it just went downhill from there. Sweet. Um, yeah. I wasn't there to get a card and galvanize the team, obviously. Yeah, it was It was funny because, you know, we had gone, uh, we started the season 0-2, and then we had rattled off a couple of really kind of gutty ties against the team who had won the league the last three times yeah. and the first place team. We rattled off a couple of ties against them. This was the team down at the bottom with us. If we had gotten a win, we'd have been into a playoff position, and we firmly shit the bed. Well, I scored three weeks in a row, and uh, I wasn't there for this one, so I think I see what the problem is. Okay, well then, you know what? Tomorrow night... I'm not going to be here either. Oh, fuck. You I have suck. to no, I have to drive Tegan up to uh to her mother's house. Okay. Well. So, we'll, um we have to leave at 7 or so. I'm okay. not going to we'll be there. Be, we'll be okay without you. So, um that about wraps obviously. it up. Obviously. <laughs> Fucking obviously. <laughs> Stomping all over it. So, that about wraps it up for us boys and girls. Uh Sammy, um uh, as you decide to cough up half a fucking lung while you vape. Jesus. Sorry, I'm back. I'm sorry, bro. Did that jewel <laughs> so, get in the so way? Sorry, bro. My jewel and white claw made me cough. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's show brought to you by Jewel and White Claw. <laughs> the combo that works. I mean, it's just a vegan for loco, right? <laughs> oh, there's no def- laws when you're drinking the claws, bro. There is definitely going to be a white claw episode uh, where we drink straight. where we drink the white claws. I think the so, final day of summer is a perfect idea. Uh, so, Sam, do you have any uh, parting words for us? Um, I do, uh, but I'm going to hold off the main part of those. <coughs> the only thing I want to say is thanks to the new faces uh, for coming in um, and checking us out. Hope you stick around. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. 
Share us on the social medias. Email in. We love to read out uh, submissions from the fans, uh, from the listeners. We also love, um, you know, we need bets of the week, all that kind of stuff. But we we love interacting with you guys. Thanks to everybody who talked to us during games this past weekend. Uh, it was awesome. Y'all slid right back into it. It's wonderful. Uh, but the, the the majority of my parting words I'll, I'll save for for another day. Uh, that's right. For regular listeners who have listened to the show before, um, <laughs> we're going to give you a little bonus episode on Thursday, which will be the illustrious Sam Graham transfer recap. Have you had enough whiskey yet, sir? I would say we need a couple more drinks before we yeah, get ready for Yeah, I have that. had enough whiskey. I'm double fisting. That I just boy. cheers to myself. That a boy. <laughs> so, um, uh, just to reiterate uh, Sam's sentiments, um, thank you very much for joining us, boys and girls. We really appreciate it. If you're new to the show, just know we love to chat. Um, had a blast talking with everybody on uh, Twitter this whole weekend during the games. And, you know, check out our new YouTube page. Please subscribe and let people know what we're doing here. I like to. Uh, Deem us the people show, and this is what we are. We want to be interactive. We want to be a part of uh, what you guys, we want to hear what you have to say, and we want to make this a fun, kind of cool, just different experience from what other podcasts are doing. This statement does not reflect the views or opinions of one Samuel Graham on the uh, Arsenal side of the table, as the people's club is Everton, and I will not support anything that goes with that fuck off this is the people's <laughs> podcast hit the fucking mute button we're heading out of the show thank you very much everybody till next week good night You know, I don't care that you were in your phone. Didn't bother me one bit. It was the f- the talking <laughs> that was the issue. <laughs> it's well documented. Houston likes the sound of his own voice. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm brilliant. I write the funny. You all just bask in my glory, okay? <laughs>